K Show. We are live here on Tech Sunday. So with us, we have our uh, guests. We have John Capizzi. And I don't think he needs much of an introduction. I think everybody knows him. And uh, and I remember wearing, saw on that shirt that you had. Uh, what was that? Let's see if I have it. Here we go. Stock block the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do have a question though. Uh, is that a stock block right there? It looks like the remnants of one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that destruction was like, wow. <laughs> oh, man. I've uh, tore up a couple stock bottom ends that bad, but yeah. uh, happily, you know, we got the, the last couple of them living really well. So, okay. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, Baker Engineering put a couple motors together with uh, good rotating assemblies, um, center counterweighted cranks, and careful balancing and mm -hmm. the right bearing clearances and all that kind of stuff, and kind of treating them like a stock bottom end motor, just with a bunch more boost. And uh, yeah, they're taking it. Everything looks great. That's that's awesome. And Jester was telling me quite a bit. I was amazed what you were able to capable of doing. The stock block. Tuning, tuning too makes a big difference. <laughs> it definitely does. Kind of, kind of treat it soft, like it's, uh, you know, like it's all, um, you know, fairly, fairly delicate parts. But if you put mm -hmm. decent parts in it, man, it, the whole combo seems to live really well. <laughs> awesome. Twist the motor really hard. You know, we're shifting 88, 8900, and uh, you know, the the oiling system keeps up. So. And, and the valve train's under control. Other than that, yeah, it's just making power, and, and it's in a fairly light chassis, so it survives really well. That's awesome. I think I saw a video of you uh, benching your, your car in the wintertime for exercise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's nice having a go-kart for a chassis. The, the non-Mustang the non guys get all bent out of shape, and, oh, do they? Oh, you know, okay. they want to throw in shade, but it's like, I don't know why I'd want to race a, a heavy truck in a car class, so... You know, you pick, a, pick a knife and bring the bring the sharpest knife you can you can put together. There you go. So. <laughs> I don't know out of curiosity, how much does your car weigh? If you don't mind sharing, um, last if you don't year, want to. Um, well, last year um, it should have been able to be lighter, but the way I had the car set up, scaled, it required a bunch of tail ballast to work. Okay. So it wasn't as light as what minimum weight would have been we were racing that car like the 425 uh yeah the 425 pass at 169 that was at 2536 pounds with me so oh, okay. not super heavy but you know we had yeah. 200 280 270 pounds of ballast in the car okay. so um it has the potential to be very light so moving some weight around right now um making some chassis adjustments and and uh, move, moving the puke tank to the trunk where it should have been. Any alcohol car has no business having a puke tank up front. It's just asking for trouble. Mm -hmm. um, I got away with it for two years, but it's uh, it's time time to move some of the stuff and deleting the radiator. Finally, we were treating that thing like a street car. So now, kind of pulling out all the stops and getting rid of all the extra weight. Okay. Um, it really, it's a it's a lean, mean, and actual X Pro Two Seventy Five chassis. And okay. minimum weight with that combo is twenty two fifty. So okay. if if I was dumb enough to ever actually enter Pro two seventy five for more than just test sessions, I would want it to be right at minimum weight and scaled where it needs to be. And mm -hmm. uh, I think the on paper I think the car can go three ninety nine one eighty. Okay. 
Wow. So uh, we'll see if that's possible. It may split sleeves long before that, but I have the guts in it to do it. It's just whether the block will take it or not. I got you. Actually, I'll play a video clip um, that you sent me um, showing your run that you did for everybody so they can get a chance to take a look at it here. There's a picture, not the... uh, That's his car. Go. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to edit that, but uh, so yeah, that was a uh, quite a nice pass there. Yeah, that was uh, October. I was I was trying to reset the stock block record that day, but we didn't have quite the surface. It was all but there. I, I went 426, uh, 426 to the eighth, 169. Um, I tried to sneak up on it a little bit more, and it would rattle the tires 80 feet out. It just wouldn't quite hold any more power, so rather than kind of throw the whole day away, I wanted a six second pass as I, the, the 426 pass, I shut off early and it, it coasted and went 705. I'm like, eh, all right, well, so I dumped the boost out of it at half track at eighth mile or 4.8 seconds. I think I dumped it back to gate and uh, I lifted at 194 and went 672, 182. Okay. So nice. pretty cool. <laughs> Got my six second pass out of the way. <laughs> very nice that's rolling definitely so jasper uh we have our co-host jasper with us and now you guys are good friends and we have mark moser yep. out in My Arizona, guy, uh, out there he's uh working on his car and uh so we're gonna have uh have them kind of jump on here with us as well too and um do you guys have more questions jasper you want to continue yeah what so on moving your um catch can to the back what how are you running the hoses through the car um at this point i'm gonna run a single aluminum tube um and at this point i'm i'm running through the firewall fairly high i'm gonna run a 16 off each valve cover to uh, like a an aluminum catch box on the on the firewalls or on the uh, on the engine side of the firewall and then i'm gonna pass it through to an a single inch and a quarter aluminum tube and that goes just barely downhill all the way through the car to the trunk kind of just to the passenger side of the shifter. So it's really, it's not in the way of anything, but it it's a, a direct shot, just a straight piece of six inch tubing or a um, six foot long piece of tubing 
and it'll be downhill. So it should drain moisture and remnant crud, um, you know, and then putting a three gallon cell in the trunk and uh, obviously a vent through the, the deck lid. So like a few people, I noticed that like, if you have it go below where it comes off of the valve cover, you almost need like some sort of valve or relief at the lowest point. You do. Yep. What would you feel about running it up the cage and then back down? The problem being is all the moisture would go back into your motor. But could I trick that with a probe in the oil pan that I plugged in as soon as I got back from the run and a vacuum on the valve cover? I, I kind of think the uphill thing is probably a better plan just because while the engine's making moisture and kind of all the, you know, it, at least part of the time, you're going to have excessive G-force. So anything that's, you know, you're going to have an updraft through those hoses. So you're going to have some, you know, some liquid and air movement plus, um, you know, acceleration. So at least you're going to get a, a majority of that stuff up to the high point. And if you can get it past that high point, you know, near the top of the cage, I think it'll gravity drain back. Um, you know, obviously some will still come forward, but I think a good deal of it'll go backward. So I think that's I, what I, we're gonna try with mine. We're gonna run that braided clear hose that everyone runs and try to tuck it up the passenger side of the cage and then back through the tin and into the I put a, just put a valve on it right there where it runs up the cage and have a water trap just like you would an air hose. If you got moisture True. run back down, just drain it out. I spent a lot of time trying to theorize the best way to do that, and there seems to be no best way. <laughs> like yeah. there's always some kind of a Good. some kind of a drawback. So darn methanol cars making water. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's definitely interesting though. That's what I was kind of building this one. I've been wondering on what the heck I should do with it. I was weighing, you know foot sections of hose and i'm like man a lot of these guys are running like number 16 lines all the way to the trunk and i'm like there's i mean there's 30 30 pounds plus worth of hose just in the you know just in the midsection of that hose and uh you know i i found uh like a, a 38 thousandths wall pipe aluminum pipe that whole tube only weighs like like 1.6 pounds for a six foot section so I'm, you know i'm like nitpicking weight but yeah that's pretty cool like, though like, man, if I could take 25 pounds out of it just in, you know, that run of, you know, liquid transfer or, or uh, breather transfer, it's a big deal. Yeah, you're now making me want to why mine into one before I go through the cage, like up in the wiper cow, why it from yep. the two valve covers and then run one the rest of the way. This single inch and a quarter aluminum tube, the inside diameter is virtually exactly the same what two number 16 an hoses are um internal internal area wise i'm thinking ah, yeah, yeah all right oh, I, I like that that sounds sweet that's pretty cool are you going to try to run your box pretty low i imagine then and then just run um, your round tube really tall yeah the uh that might yeah, help on some of that like getting pulled up in any spot yeah, this so the tube um, at ride height, the tube actually, I'm running it out of the like the top section of the dashboard above the uh, like the section that juts out where the where the uh, glove box would be. So like the upper the upper section closer to the windshield is where it's going to come through. 
And then the natural lay for that thing, it's going to drop a little over two inches from the front of the car to the back. How many passes are you getting out of one of them stock block LSs? Uh, the, the motor that was in the car last year, I just had Baker Engineering tear apart and kind of look over. Figured we'd see if it needed, you know, if we needed to address bearing health or, you know, if it's tearing stuff up or whatever. That one had 82 passes on it, and all I did was change the oil and put a handful of spark plugs in it. So yeah, um, never never had a valve cover off since uh, what about, so I put uh, the motor in, in the car like August before last. So it's been in there a little over a year and 82 hits and been 450 or faster, like uh, what 44 passes. Nice. What about the sleeves? You running a stock sleeve? I, they've been talking about changing one sleeve because it breaks, but then it uh, it puts the other three out around. What do you know about that? Uh, the the engines that I have, um, that is a concern. Um, right now, mine are mine are factory GM sleeves. These are you know a couple hundred thousand mile core motors that we're starting with, and obviously they magnaflux them and kind of look through them, make sure there's no no funny business, but. Um, Mine are three eight hundred bore, just factory. The one that was in the car last was a two thousand eleven Suburban. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's not sleeved six, yet. That's, that's on the list. Uh, no, that's a LC nine, five point three. Okay. Yeah, we we picked a five point three, and we we really made enough power with it, so haven't really felt the need to gravitate, you know, to to the bigger bores. Um. And, and really, we did that to keep the sleeve thickness. And, yeah. you know, the motors have water in them. So I think the water actually helps strength-wise. I think it's just a – it soaks up some of the harmonics. I, I don't – you know, I'm not totally a scientist on that. But we've had really good luck. Haven't heard anything block-wise. Um, you know, in this car, you know, I've been 171 to the eighth um, at 2,565 pounds. So, I mean, it's making a good bit of power. But um, – yeah, if they're staying together, shoot, I'm happy. I yeah. John Ryan's asking, I have not split a sleeve. I have not. Um, from what I understand, I think Nigel and uh, and the Brutal Speed guys, I think they broke two sleeves last year. Um, so I'm a little bit gun shy, but thus far, you know, my bores are around. Everything's looking good. So until I break one, I guess, you know, we'll we'll see. You know, is it a is it a different recipe? Is it, you know, is it leaving water in the block that's you know that's taking it a bit further? I'm not really sure, but I hope to not have to sleeve these things because, in my opinion, a, a sleeve stock block it's not a stock block. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, it's yeah. it's cheated up. You know, say what you want, but it's not stock. Uh, <laughs> if if we can all sleeve them, I'm I'm down for that. I'll drag you with a sleeved one, but it's uh it, it is what it is. Do you mind sharing like what kind of like boost levels you know you're so far being able to put in a stock block? Like just trying to get an idea a little bit for some people. Yep. The uh gonna say the 171 mile an hour pass, it had 50.7 pounds in it. On a stock um, block? Damn. Yep. Wow. Yep. 50 pounds yeah, 50 of boost. Pounds, 50 pounds of boost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's party time. So even cooler <laughs> than that, you know, if you if you look at the data overlays that Andrew Corder does on some of my some of my passes, um, you leave on about fifteen pounds of boost in seven tenths. It's making forty six. 
So I mean, wow. it, it's in it's in pretty quick. Let's let's party. There's what, no time what, for for uh, dilly dallying. Let's go. <laughs> what's, what size chargers on that? Uh, I had a Garrett ninety eight on it. It's about to have a Jose one hundred two. Uh, mostly for weight loss. That it, it's uh it's seven point eight pounds lighter. So hmm. see a lot of people switching to that. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a really bad piece. I'm excited to see it. I'm I'm hoping I have enough engine oh. to actually uh, use the airflow. Are you filling the block? Well, no what, is your, what is your opinion on filling the block? I know a lot of people claim water is your best filler and yep. vice versa. The, the factory aluminum block, um, you can't. Uh, the, the short story is you can't fill it. If you, if you fill a factory GM block, they crack. The, the sleeves still expand, and when they do, the filler is rigid enough they break the outside of the block they push the outside of the block away and mm -hmm. they they blow chunks off of the outside like, like the section that holds the motor mount on yes. will disappear it'll just the oil pan will be holding the outside of the block together it's crazy is it kind of, it kind of like that picture i showed you what happens yeah pretty much it's crazy so you, i mean the fleets are still intact it's wild like um i'm trying to think of uh i think nigel and john uh the guys from brutal speed stock block the world guys Mm -hmm. They filled one of theirs and broke it in just a handful of passes um, and, and pulled the guts out of it. The rotating assembly was still good. And they, they ended up putting the rotating assembly back in the block that they ran prior to that filled block. And it ran quite a while. So it, it's, it's kind of been proven. Anybody making north of like 1,500 wheel horse with these five threes, if you fill them, you're going to pick up pieces. You need the dustpan situation. Even Crazy. on the iron? Iron, I, I think fill is the way to go. Okay. And I don't know why the aluminum can't be done, if it's a strength thing or if it's... It's um, like you said, I think everything in there is expanding yeah. more than it will on an iron. I think they need to move. Yeah, uh, it's either they need to move or its expansion rates are wrong and it just can't deal with it. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure what it is, but it's a no-no. It's a big-time no-no. <laughs> what do you think about people that dry deck it? I think that's a good idea. I think it's I a it's kind of a this kind of a mixed bag. Dry deck. Okay. They just open everything up and leave it wide open with no water in it, and they didn't fill it either. Hmm. On an iron block. Our blower motors are that way. I got one with a with a bow tie block. We've been running. It's a bracket car. It goes three fifties. Make two thousand. Uh, with no water, yep. dry. It's not filled. It's been double tough. Just leave it wide open. Yep. Cause I'm trying to figure out how I should go about that. Cause we don't run a radiator and we just have it capped off. And I think I talked to you about it when we were at your shop. Yeah. Like I'm thinking of running it to a little, you know, like little catch can the round ones with a radiator cap on top. So like if it builds pressure, it can relieve it a little bit. That's, yeah, that's it just plugged up. Kind of my theory too. And it's how, amazing how much heat they don't make. Like how you know, my car with, really with a radiator in it. You know, you, I, I used to drive the thing to the lanes, and by the time you got to the lanes, it had four to five PSI, um, you know, four to, four to five PSI in the cooling system. You do the burnout, stage the car, make the pass. It never saw more than about 11. Oh, so that's, it, that's it, it, didn't, it didn't change much. It yeah. was crazy. And until we really started getting after it this year, it was actually losing temperature going down the track. It would Mine lose two, two degrees on a pass. So, yep. you know, they're fat and sassy then. You're fueling it heavy enough to pull heat out of it. 
Um, since I started getting after this thing, now it, it gains a degree or two on an eighth mile hit. So it's like, eh, all right. we, we, we can deal with that. Yeah, lucky for me, I don't ever have to push mine that hard. So we just let her be fat. And then yeah, we turn up boost if we need a little more. Or, we're, yeah. not very, we're not very hard on them in the, the no prep stuff. Like this bearing right here, I don't know if you guys could see that good on here. It's out of my 618. Yeah. It's got 600 passes on it. <laughs> we got it down, you know, pull the bar. These are the bearings here. You know, it's a billet block, though, but uh, – not bad. Still has the cross hatches in the bore. Well, yeah, John, it. John just pulled apart my transmission with 300 passes, and it looked brand new. Yeah, it's a good piece. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love taking those apart instead of the, the dustpan ones. You pull the bolts out and dump everything in, in the bucket and start building new parts in it. <laughs> they say pass that motherfucker, Jasper. <laughs> I think Nikola Tesla probably somewhere hidden the FBI stole it. He had an invention where I could have probably passed it to you from here, but unfortunately, you need to just be here. There you go. How many passes are you getting on bearings on a 5.3? You got to change them every 10, or are you getting a lot of time out of them? Do you ever make it to that point, or do you just pick up the pieces and grab a new one? <laughs> The uh, well, like the junkyard motors, when when I was running the like like if you're talking stock or like the stock bottom end stuff, um, I went I went 450 with a stock bottom end motor at 2,560 pounds, and that motor I broke two of them between 33 passes and 38 passes, and they made like 1,410 wheel horse on my dyno jet, um, about 32 pounds of boost. And yeah, they live. They live thirty to thirty-five passes before they uh, give up in a, a really exciting, catastrophic way. <laughs> but the, like the stock block motors, um, my street car has a similar build to what's in my race car, other than it's got steel rods in it and a different style cylinder head, LS9 gaskets. And that, I mean, that motor now has one hundred and four passes on it, and. 5,000 street miles ish. We drive it to the track, went 748 last year and drove it back home. Um, it, you know, so it like bearings live basically forever. There's no metal in the filter. Like I don't, I don't even, I haven't even had an oil or I haven't even had a valve cover off either of those cars in two years or, you know, a year and a half. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. What do you Usually feel about bearing destruction is tune up. <clears throat> if you detonate it, yeah. you're going to put yeah. bearings in it. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought 600 passes was pretty good for, me spinning a big block 7800 so yes sir that's the way to be you know the rest of it's all in all in uh in the right wheelhouse yep it's close how do you feel about like uh head gaskets like o-ringed head gaskets and people using these o-rings and the heads to put onto and multi-layer gaskets and stuff like that on these kind of blocks and stuff um mixed uh, I think if it's got an aftermarket cylinder head on it you can go a long long ways with uh with just regular MLS gaskets mm -hmm. like we've made we made 1500 wheel out of a or you know like well my street car is a 5.3 you know it's 328 cubic inch it's 9.4 to 1 and you know I made 1480 wheel on my dyno with that car on pumpy 85 air to air and that's got mm -hmm. BTR LS nines and half inch uh half inch ARP 2000 head studs and uh yeah no maintenance no cylinder pressure 
you know, it's been four seventies, 151 to the eighth at 2,950 pounds. It's, it, it runs awesome. It just does its thing. Um, at the next level, like if you needed to make over 1500 wheel, I would say, um, I would be planning on hooping it, put, put fuel hoops in it, do copper gaskets. There's no questions. Um, I've been 54 pounds of boost with the other motor, you know, like, like a little over boost by accident, uh, trash control stuff. And that thing has never had more than 11 pounds of uh, cooling system pressure, like zero, like never, never a spike, never in anything. That's, that's a hundred percent the answer. Okay. Poop it. If you make a mistake or have an injector fail or anything else, all the mistake is coming out the oil pan. There's no question <laughs> lifting the head. <laughs> <laughs> You got a good point there. Yeah, I don't know. I was uh, I was just curious if uh, people are for doing the hoop and some are for not and using like an Athena-type gasket, you know, that has the O-ring in the gasket, you know, and I was just curious what opinions were about that and the blocks. Um, Personally, I have seen nothing but destruction from Athena gaskets. Okay. I do know other people and, and engine builders that I trust very much that have had nothing but great experience. But the, you know, the five or six cars that I've had hands on or, or have good friends that, you know, that had Athena's on, on their car have had catastrophic results. It almost mm -hmm. always kills a cylinder head when they go. Um, two, two of those six cars they put in the wall from water. Um, it, it just, I don't have good feelings about it myself. But mm -hmm. some, you know, some like Mike Lowe has, you know, he's one that pushes it and his motors live really well with them. So you can't say they don't work. Some work really well, but personally myself, I would not use them. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious, um, everybody's experience, you know, and I heard a lot of people talk about doing the hoops and stuff. And, um, I've always run Athena gaskets, you know, with, with big boost, but not having really a lot of problems, but in a different block than the LS blocks. So that's why I was curious because yep. I'm getting ready to build a, to do an go LS kind of doing what you're doing. Um, with my car is a kind of a long-term project if i get to it this year i hope but we'll see <laughs> so i'm just getting information on learning as i go along too as well we run a we run a comedic mls gasket at eighty thousand. we're a nitrous car though it's not quite as hard okay but we yep. have blown a head gasket before you see we got jim here with me he helps me out uh <laughs> we blow a head gasket before and it did it did wreck the head we had to take it in and get it welded up so i agree with that um, they're pretty forgiving. You start popping and banging, they let some air by and they'll seal themselves back up. But uh, I think if you're really That's going, awesome. after, if you're really going after boost, I think the copper and the hoops are the way to go. Hoops are the way to go. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Take the top fuel cars and stuff. Absolutely. When you're just yeah. playing around, going slow like we're doing, you know, it don't really much matter. <laughs> Seems like one of the hardest things on them is um, at least at least in the no prep stuff that I've dealt with. Um, some of the cars that I tune on, the guys will grab the scramble. If they spin early or, you know, got somebody really fast in the other lane, they'll put 20 on the button. Well, as soon as they grab the scramble, they, they lift the heads, they lift the heads. So <laughs> like, and I mean, I'm guilty of the same thing. I did that. I did that trying to track down Nigel at LS fest. I had 20 on the button. Let's get it. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't lift the heads. It, it flashed a converter 8,600 and let's go. But Man. <laughs> there's a lot of places that i don't even make 20 pounds yeah <laughs> like 20 on the button that is the most 
foreign thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, <laughs> no, I, no I, prep. He's raising prep. I can, eat, I can teach you how. Let me in the tune-up. <laughs> <laughs> I do think this year I'm going to throw a pro bracket on or maybe even a pro radio and let you. We'll try to clamp this uh, pre-runner truck suspension I have down and see if we can, like, go pretty fast with it for a day. I Short chain links. Short I chain links. So my biggest scramble is three degrees of timing on the button. Biggest ever. So, <laughs> yeah, I think seven pounds is seven or eight pounds is the most I've ever had on the scramble. And that was against you, Mark. And you can see it in the video when I hit the button. <laughs> like, Let's play I it. I can't believe it held. Like, I was like, oh my uh, God. And then it kind of didn't. It kind of failed it, on me. It kind of went in. <laughs> didn't lose down. traction. It just about hit the rail. <laughs> yep. Um, John, switching to like the shop side of it, what is the best story you have of something going crazy on the dyno? Oh man, I've uh, I've had a couple of them blow up. Um, yes. I I can't I can't really um, you know I can't really take. Uh, I'm just checking for my guy out here. Nobody yet. I got a car getting delivered from Oregon tonight, so always something crazy going on. But um, I had. Uh, Actually, one of my good friends, uh, Tyler from 269 Motorsports, I had his car here last summer, and we were shooting for a, a certain power number. We were 12 horsepower down from where he wanted to end the night. Like, it was happy. Plugs were soft. Like, we were ready to go to the track. And he actually had a rental that afternoon. So we were supposed to wrap up, figured one more, one more pull, make his number, send him off to the track, that thing folded a comp star rod, um, <laughs> scattered. It shot, it shot a fireball, you know, obviously it bent a couple valves. It blew the high ram lid off the car, half through his hood, bounced it off the hood. The, the chunk of, of high ram went out the door. It was outside, like 50 feet outside. Um, yeah. the lower intakes full of, full of fire because it's full of fuel. Um, meanwhile, they're, they're recording cause they, they wanted info for their, or they wanted video for their channel. Like everything was going great. Everything was perfect. And, um, yeah, that sucker scattered everywhere. So they have it on, they have it on, on video. And, uh, he sends me pictures of the plugs. The plugs don't even have any CAD burn yet. Um, there was no cooling system pressure. Like everything was perfectly happy. It just tacoed one of those China rods. Um, so he whipped another short block together and you know, the, the story is great. Like they, he pulled it together we got it back on the dyno, made his power number. Um, he took the car to LS fest and won true street with it, which was the original goal before I broke it. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, so his was probably the, the biggest, like, like fireball. Um, I've had a couple car or a couple trucks throw drive shafts and, Drive shafts are probably the worst because usually they destroy the transmission when they do it and they put 10 quarts on the floor as fast as the drive shaft comes out. So, yeah, a few interesting ones. And then you drive like one of the rarest, highest horsepower foreign cars around? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I got I got that 03 RS6 Audi. Um, okay. And... Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, I'd like to get rid of that one. I just I just bought a replacement to it, so um, nice. well, I'm gonna be in trouble with the wife if I don't get rid of that one soon. So it's uh, 
Yeah, pretty nice car though. Oh, I think my guys are here. Um, there's something I can. All right, that sounds good. I will. Uh, yeah, I'll be back here in just a minute. Sounds good. So, how you doing, Mark? I'm good. What's going good, on? Good. Do you want to leave things for the video, or you want to kind of share what you're in the middle of? Maybe. Uh, we and can show. Uh, here's some bearings. You see that? I mean, literally 654 passes we got on that motor. Jasper knows about it. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. It just runs. Yeah, it had some dirt in it. It was whipped. We had a, but yeah, I'll show you the block real quick. We'll come over here. So uh, did it blow a head gasket or no? It never blew a head gasket. It just lost compression in one cylinder. That it stuck a ring from the timing we had. Wasn't correct, but uh, I don't know if you can see in the cylinder. I mean, it's 600 passes on this thing. It's great shape. We got pistons over here. Uh, let's see. I think this one here. I don't know. Can you see where it raised? Oh, yeah. I see it. Oh, yeah. yep. Not bad for that many passes on a nitrous car. I'll tell you that. That's impressive. Had a good life. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. So, yeah, we're going to be doing a series on, uh, on Mark. And uh, we're going to... We're going to be doing a series on Mark, so you guys are going to kind of see everything before and after and everything. And uh, we lost you there, Mark. I'll be back in a second. Okay. Am I back? Yeah, yeah, you're back now. You're good. I'm using it off of a phone. We don't have Wi-Fi at this shop yet. Uh, we're just doing okay. it off a of phone, so it's a little slow. I got you. Are you going to be able to have your motor back together this week? Do you think you'll get your parts in time? Um, I, no, because I was two weeks out on pistons. The bore size is a four six hundred bore. I run it just a coated Wiseco, and uh, they wanted us to bore the block to get pistons faster. But we're going to wait. The, the bore is perfect still in it, so we're just waiting for pistons. They'll probably be here in time, but I'm still okay. waiting on my crank to get Magnaflux, and they're checking the big end of the rods and stuff. So uh, it's just a steel rod. We run a. a, a uh, Cali's ultra rod in that. So we're just waiting for that stuff okay. to get back. I don't know. I got the pro stock truck. It's ready to go. So, uh, so we, uh, okay. definitely are going to be at Gila Bend and yeah, they got a little bit of a scramble. Depends on how you set it up. Okay. Yeah. He was asking about that. So you're going to be running the, burning the pickup truck then. Yep. Yeah. We nice. got that pickup truck and we got this one here. Uh, some people will know it. Some won't, but okay. We, we just put the front springs in it and got it set up. It was a little tight out on the street. So we got that thing hauling ass. We'll have that there and the, and the pro stock truck. So it'll be a good time anyway. Nice. Sounds great. Definitely looking forward to it. How's the, how's the weather out in Arizona? What is it out today? 75, I think. I think it's 75. We were out on, we were supposed to be out on the street right now <laughs> testing, but yeah. way out in the desert, we, uh, we don't have much, uh, we don't have much service. So, we're just kicking back in the shop. Nice. Are you putting smalls on the truck? What's the next street race you're getting into? Uh, the next street race, uh, you see everyone's kind of held up until this this Gila Bend race is over. So I'm going to take the truck and run it in big tire. I'm going to take a little white here, and we're going to run it in small tire. Um, and then, like the, like, the couple days after that, there's some serious street racing going on. So we're hoping to have Chicken Head back together by then. It's setting out back looking like a monster truck with that long travel, you know, so. Oh, I can imagine. No that motor like anything. Like I saw someone ask when sick week started. It's already started. They were doing 
um, test passes or whatever today at the track. And yeah. Pretty awesome to see how fast Nick Taylor went right off the trailer. What'd he go? Uh, 710, 715, somewhere in there, and a 466 in the eighth. He, he went to an L, a Turbo LS, or what'd he go to? Yup, went to a Turbo LS. I don't think he, you know, the big block yeah. probably ran pretty good, too. Yeah, check this out. It's kind of funny just because it's sitting outside because it's so nice here. You know, it's still daylight, but <laughs> looks like a monster <laughs> truck. <laughs> yeah, that's no motor in it. Okay. Oh, damn. That's rolling. 194. Oh, yeah, we got some sand cars out here. You see, that's a booster-powered little sandbot car over there. Oh, cool. Do you guys actually do sand racing out there? Yeah, there's some, there, there's definitely some sand racing. You have to turn the lights on. There's definitely a lot of sand racing going on. But right now, the main focus was was to get Chicken Head's motor done. You know, we got it all apart here. It'll be done mm -hmm. soon. But uh, we got the, like we said, we got the Pro Stock truck. It works really well on the street. Jasper, we've been on the street with it quite a bit. Which that's here. Yeah, we're losing Mark there. He'll be back in a minute. Oh. He's in what? and out there. Yeah. So what I'm kind of... Um... See the truck in the freeze frame. Definitely. What have you... Have you ever... Uh... Oh, there you go. He back? There he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, also, you're keeping yourself busy out there. So that's definitely exciting for sure. That's a pretty big size shop out there. Yeah, what's, wherever what's the that is sweet. Well, yeah, some Where, cool uh, what's the name of the shop? It, it's Madman Jim cool right there. Thing. He owns the place. He just lets us run going? in here and run wild as long as we clean our mess up. So we're doing all right over here. What's the name of the, the shop out there? So you can kind of uh, give it's, a plug it's, there. It's, it's Jim's Auto. Um, okay. Some stuff, you know, Jim's Auto is... Oh, we lost you there. Alrighty. Can you I'm guys hear back me? with us in a little bit here. Yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I, I don't have very good Wi-Fi here. We're working on it. The building's really insulated. The building's really insulated. You're doing pretty so. good. Yeah, that's a question up there for you. Phoenix, uh, Phoenix, Florence, Apache. Apache. We're in Apache Junction right here. That's where we're at right now. But most of the racing is going on in Phoenix, Florence, or if you want to go out to Compton, but uh, right here in right here in Phoenix. That's where most of it is. So a lot of the guys from California, the places come out to Phoenix most of the time. Yeah, they do that a lot. Or uh, there's been a lot of a lot of racing going on in Vegas too. So okay, we're just kind of in the middle here. I got you. All right. Well, uh, are you going to do any, you know, you're, you're building the motor. Are you going to make it a, any different than it was? Or are you just going to be keep it the way that it was, like same compression, same everything? Our internet's not very good. We're not doing a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So are you are you doing any different changes on your motor? Are you going to change compression or do anything else since the other part? Are you just going to put it? We gapped the rings a little more so we can spray it a little harder if we need to. The top okay. ring was shiny where they where they come together. Uh, I didn't have quite enough ring gap for what I was doing. So okay. other than ring gap change, we're not changing nothing. That thing hauls ass. 
Okay. Yeah, it definitely gets down more than enough. Yeah. Excellent. So Jasper, what uh, what fun project are you working on behind you back there? Is that your car? Uh, nope. We oh, okay. got a buddy's car over here. Um, used to be Brandon Sullivan's car. What was the name of it? What was oh, Public Enemy? Okay. It was like out of Indiana. Um, yeah, yeah. A buddy bought that and put an LS turbo in it. Go figure. Mustang mm -hmm. with an LS, and uh, we're putting a fuel tech in it right now. Um, okay. We'll have some video on it. We started a little bit, so we'll have to catch it up in the video. But um, yeah. putting a FT550 in it um, with an unterminated harness. I like mm -hmm. the unterminated harnesses better because you can make them lighter. Okay. Um, but they're definitely harder because you have to wire every end and everything. They don't just plug and play. But okay. Um, I think that's it. I mean, we had to mount some coils and stuff, but nothing too major on this one. And then should have mine back in here next week because a bunch of parts we ordered should show up. Okay. And we'll start slamming that together. And then we'll probably have the orange car in here on, and start messing with that because we've got a big block, aluminum 540 big block that we're going to put in that. And actually, John Capizzi is doing a turbo 400 for us right now for that. And these guys okay. are going to kill me if I don't hit this. <laughs> is it, is... Go ahead. Did the internet fail again? Yeah, I think so. Oh, so, okay. um, do we have any? Uh, did you chance to talk to our guest for next week? Uh, I, he has not messaged back yet. But I, like, I said, I'm, is that five forty a boost motor? Yep. Yep, five forty Aries block. Yeah, yeah. What heads? Uh, Dart so some Dart three eighty heads. Um, tall deck. 540 Aries motor. Um, we're gonna run a 98 millimeter on it and probably try to go pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, it will. I got a 540 Donovan with a 1471 uh Cabalco on it that you know they'll make 3,000 or whatever. Sweet. So, someone I can remember might have parts. <laughs> yeah, I got I got those. If it's big block, come see me. We tend to wreck stuff sometimes. Hey. Yeah, my buddy Jeff bought that, and we're going to do a bunch of work to that and probably try to do a little, maybe a couple different events with that one just because of how much power we can make with it. We, like, might try one of, like, Peso's chain races. Just, uh, I guess, sit in the lanes for hours <laughs> and argue with people for a day. Well, I got, a, I got a bunch of Samurais if you need a push car, so hit me up. I see that. What what is going on there? Would you find them out there? Like some dude was like, dude, someone I'll give them to you for this if you buy all forty. Yeah, this this lady showed up. Is like I got a '68 Kawasaki Suzuki in my garage. So we go over there looking to look at a boat and a motorcycle. And she opens the door and here's this '88 Suzuki Samurai that looks like it just rolled off the showroom. Yeah, we had to have it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The slowest thing on the whole planet. You've never driven anything more underpowered, especially a lifted one. Did anyone else see that sweet LS Geo Metro that was like no. floating around? 
Facebook? The Geo Tracker one that was at LS Fest? No, it's like a Geo Metro with an LS swap in it that someone is selling for like 4500 bucks. I want to like goon around in it so bad. We had a friend that had a Geo Metro with a small box Chevy. It was like stretched a little bit to meet wheelbase requirements. That thing went like 690s, but he ended up dying in it. So I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah, it didn't look safe. <laughs> it did not. I picked Jess up from the airport yesterday in that Suzuki. We're driving down the highway like <laughs> as fast as it goes, 68 miles an hour, and a gust of wind almost literally almost blew us off the road. We almost <laughs> All right, that's enough of this. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No wonder they can't find them anywhere. So right. what's going on with Little White? Little White is fucking flying. Why is it on the hoist? Oh, because uh, the front, remember how it used to set all Cali leaned yep. out? Well, the front had never moved. So now that it has power, when it leaves, it's already on top of the front suspension. So it has this big old hop. We couldn't get out of it. So we just had to put some front, different front springs and shocks. And we had to make it work now that it makes power. But working pretty good? Yeah. Uh, yep. I think so. I don't know. It's on the hoist. We just got it done. I was supposed to be out. We were, we were going to go testing tonight, but uh, we, we went on an off-road ride in the desert and started drinking, so we'll try it another day. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> For sure. Um, so we got some uh, good things happening here on the channel as well. Um, so uh, RPM Networks, um, we're going to be going on board with them this uh, the end of this week here. We're going to be sending some uh, links out where you guys can subscribe to it. We're going to have a uh, sneak peek of shows. Um, we're going to have a bunch of series. You're going to see Mark. Um, you're going to see Jasper and a bunch of others that are um, are going to be on there. Um, you'll see all of our regular content and our shows as well. So we'll be in Amazon TV, uh, Fire. We'll be Apple TV. You're going to see us on Roku. You're going to see us everywhere. Uh, on that network so we appreciate anybody who wants to subscribe and like to that we'll wait until we send the links out for that um it helps support us um there'll be content uh released on there before we release it on our channels as well too it's kind of a reward to the members who, who join us on that um and thanks for supporting all of us and our shows and everything and uh so just to give you guys a heads up on that this is the uh That's our RPM networks. And uh, so you guys will see us soon. You'll be able to watch all the uh, live stream events uh, on their TV from home and comfortably um, through the networks as well, too. So we got some special things. So it'll be a great benefit to signing up on there. Um, uh-oh, what am I missing? Oh, we're, nothing. <laughs> we're over What's, here. Funny, Mark? What's so funny back there? <laughs> what like, you can definitely see that beside your head. <laughs> Oh, back there. <laughs> yeah. I see behind you. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the boob gauge. You see how big the boobs are. If they fit in the holes, you know. Rocky, <laughs> water, Rocky, water, Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. But we did take video of the teardown. Uh, I sent it to Brian. He's making the video yep. for it now. And um, as soon as we get some parts in, we'll, we'll be showing the video about doing the block and getting everything ready. And uh, we'll have that over to you soon. So, like, the whole thing will be videoed, and we'll have all the footage for it. We're just kind of stuck around waiting for parts, so we're kind of at a halt here. I'm going to be really, 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 really bummed out, like, on a serious note, like, no joking around. 
if you don't end up personally sending me a photo with some tits in that thing, <laughs> I'm gonna be mad. Like I'm gonna be disappointed. I'll, I'll see what we can do. You're all gonna make a night at the strip club and say, you know, have all the older girls stress it out. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Jess, Jen? Jess is shaking her head. I don't think she's about it. So. Uh. Um, Little White's out there. He's single. He better bring someone back or be taking that with him to street races. Yeah, we got Jim. He's single. Joey's single. We'll get you a picture at some point. We'll get you something. Jasper, uh, do you want me to play a sneak peek of just that intro part to that video? Or you want to wait? Okay. So we're gonna uh, show you guys a little short short clip. You're only gonna be able to find this on the RPM network. Um, Joey's with gonna... us. The scramble button does that one video. <laughs> I'll come back to that in a second. Hold on. Um, send me the link for that and I'll get that posted up. Seventeen holes. <laughs> yeah. One <laughs> Savage garage action. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, so you guys are going to see a new weekly series coming out of uh, Jasper's Garage and all the projects and things that they're doing. Um, we're going to start out with uh, when his accident was. Um, and uh, we have lots of cool footage and lots of stuff to show you guys. And um, a lot of good stuff happening out of that. Mark Moser is going to give us a street life. Um, he's part of the street racer. Um, he's starting off with his motor build and going from there and we found him around and Jasper around to different events and stuff. Um, so you guys can see kind of how their cars are doing, what's going on with them. In addition to the, the footage that we do at the regular events that we go to a, on a regular basis and stuff. So um, you guys see a lot of new footage. It'll be on the TV, on the RPN network. Um, and then later on, it'll come out onto the regular channels here. Um, so those are for the subscribers, you know, so definitely support us. We appreciate it. And uh, you guys will definitely, definitely like that for sure. And, um, we got these on sale still. If anyone's still looking for one, just message me. I'll get them sent out. Nice. Speaking of that, we have, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So he has his shirts that are available on order for the chicken head. Definitely uh, look, for, look up Mark Mosier and uh, definitely check that out. In addition, also, we have pre-orders just launching today, finally. Um, so we're going to have uh, hoodies available of no prep. It's kind of like sex, better without the rubber, raw down the concrete. Um, gotta have, we gotta, gotta have that. You gotta have that shirt. So they are officially in the pre-order started today. Um, and if you want stickers thrown in there, we have a special on the stickers as well too. Um, but uh, so you can go to MidwestStreetKings.com. As a matter of fact, here I'll actually put it up for you guys to take a look here. Give me one second. So 
here you guys can see uh, the merchandise. We got we have mugs on there for our street life. You got uh, LL Spool J on there. Uh, so for the kids, hoodies, and uh, <laughs> we have to get the boob gauge. You know, and that's gonna have to put uh, get that going though. Everyone's gonna ask for that. <laughs> we gotta figure out how to reproduce that. <laughs> that's funny, boy. Oh, for sure, for sure, guys. Um, we want some. We'll take four of them hoodies whenever you're ready to get us. Give me a call. Okay, not a problem. We'll uh, we'll take care of that. And uh, so, what else? Uh, so, Jess, what is uh? Have you built a strong stock block before? Either of you guys, or you guys just had built blocks mostly? I used to run small blocks uh, with stock blocks back in the day, and we blew them up all the time. We run three eighty three type stuff before I had any money and. Um, 250 kids all right, all right. about 15 passes you break a cylinder so that's why we moved up to, to the dark blocks and stuff and she's like um i don't know we ran one the first two years yeah like or maybe a year but we went through three of them. I think it was like one year, last year, not this year, or whatever, the year before last, two years ago or something, we, were, we ran a stock block with some like trick flow 245s and we ran it with ethanol without an intercooler. So we were already like really pushing our luck. But pretty much what I found out is in that scenario, you can make, we could make about like 1350 and if we started to try to make much more than that it would just burn the head gasket up because it would create too much heat and nothing was cool in it um we switched to methanol at the end of the year on the stock block and uh we drew billy so we put a ton in it and <laughs> it ended up holding and we won but it blew up about 500 foot mark it shot two rods out the bottom of the pan Oof. It did still drive back to the pits and on and off the trailer. It'd like start, but yeah, it didn't like more than 1500 horse on the rods we were using. And I'm sure John's a lot better at that than we are, or the ones we had had, a you know, quite a bit of wear on them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's amazing. Name numbers. He was telling us that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, we had rods crank and pistons, in a stock block so i mean it was pretty good but we found that and at least in my experience for the most part if you make much more than 1500 dollars, you're just on super borrowed time like yeah. i guess you could put like billet i-beams in it and maybe it would last longer maybe you can make like 17 as long as you weren't doing it you know all the way down track just you know a little second at the end or something but mm-hmm. i don't know I, I was super happy to switch to the dart one we have now and really good parts. Cause now we just don't even worry about it because we don't, you know, have to make that much power very often. Yeah. Like somewhere like war in the woods, we were putting down a lot of power. Um, on a Dega, you put down a little bit, but not that much. If we go to Cincy street nights this year, which I do want to go to, cause it's a really cool track and event. Jason and the tin soldier guys, like, do such an amazing job and it's a brand new surface and stuff but it's ridiculously fast like i don't know if anyone saw the final 
at some point this year where it was Biederbaum and Bill Lutz. And good God, like speculating, but like they were 450s on a no prep. It was flying. So to go there, we we might just bring the orange car. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Who's orange car? Who's who's it gonna be? Uh Jeff Barry bought it. Okay. You know, they've had all sorts of cars and cool shit for a long time. Cool deal. Yeah, yeah we've been kind of slow out here. We've been testing and getting our stuff right, but the real street racing ain't going to start going on until after the 12th. Once that's over, you have to, someone had to follow us around with the camera because that's when it gets wild. So, How long are you out there? Uh, until it's warm at home. You know? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'll fly you guys out whenever you're ready. It's, I'm getting close. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks here right now, man. There's like a foot of snow, and it's not really going away. And... Get that car done and bring it with you. Yeah, I need to get one of them done. Like I said, there's not much on mine once we get going. I got to hook some brakes up, like one of the floor mount brake pedals with the master cylinder behind it. And Whose car is that one? Ah, uh, Victor's. Okay. But yeah, it should be. We're wiring that one right now. I think I'm the only guy in the world that didn't know Victor got in an accident out here. I just yeah. seen that the other night. I was like, I didn't know he got in an accident. That's went into a brawl. Yeah, for sure. My favorite part though was like as he's on the the chip. Did you notice his dash says second tight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Wow. Yeah, so Joey, you know Joey, little white here. My dad got into an argument there about who's going to gap who. So they took that – my dad took that pro stock truck and little white to the street and went to yeah, war. Yeah, it looked good for him. No, yeah, it made him look – uh, the little white's pretty fast, but uh, it made it look pretty slow next to that, set next to that other truck. Yeah, the truck works. Yeah. Is there a lot of big tire stuff going on out there? Yeah, uh, this weekend there's a big tire race, and uh, um, but much other than that, there's not a lot of big tire stuff here. It's always small tire stuff. Hey. Now, Mark, you sent me two videos, Mark? Yeah. One of them was an accident. The other one is Little White in the Pro Stock getting it done on the street if you want to show Yeah, we're doing it. We're charging. <laughs> yep. That's two trucks going at it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up. I think John's still busy with his customers, so uh, we'll start having back another day, and we'll talk some more and talk tuning and stuff like that. And we thank everybody for watching. Um, definitely see us with stuff happening this week. And again, we have our pre-order of our shirts and our hoodies. Um, please go to MidwestStreetKings.com. Go check that out. You guys can place your order online. And uh, as soon as we get the order together, we'll get those started getting those shipped out. So we appreciate you guys' support. It's definitely a badass hoodie. Mark's still got some uh, T-shirts left, too. So go check him out. 
And uh, Jasper has a has a new mug as well, too. Nope, I can't hear you, Jasper. Yeah, that's been sweet. Where's, I want to see it. Where's it at? You want to see his mug? Okay, hold on. Yeah, I ain't got no mug. Besides this one. <laughs> it's a mug on a mug. Oh, it's an LL Spool J. And you're welcome for the name, homie. Dude, is this <laughs> not? Right like, it is literally one best name ever already. Like, it has so many posts where people are like, dude, that's the best name I've ever heard. <laughs> you guys need, if you guys need cool names, give me a call. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, that was a pretty cool So. But uh, go to MidwestStreetKings.com. We appreciate the support from you guys. It helps keep us going. And um, definitely, yeah, we'll work on getting that uh, the uh, the titty uh, ring back there, size chart. You know, yeah, we need some samples. Next show, we need a sample. I'm just saying. Yeah, we'll all be kicked off here. <laughs> but anyway, so. What all right, guys. Jasper. What? What's that? You said a car's name Reptar. I think Victor might name this one back here Reptar. That'd be awesome. That's what I thought too. I was like, yeah. dude, that's a good name. So I like, yeah. I'm trying to force it by telling everyone right now. Like, heck yeah, just call it Reptar. Right. Well, uh, when you get a minute, give me a call. I got some. I got some questions about that cam sensor thing. Um, if you got time, no hurry. I do. And uh, same with you, Brian. We'll talk about you getting out here. So yeah, hang on for a minute. We'll off air here. So. All right, guys. So uh, we'll catch you guys later. And uh, we have a nice surprise guest for you next week, possibly. So we'll let you know soon. And we'll see you guys next at our Thursday show um, before I jet out of town. So you all have a great day. Take care. And see you next time. Thank you.